part two of the medicine men of the apache by john gregory bork this librivox recording is in the public domain part two medicine women there are medicine women as well as medicine men among the apache with two of whom i was personally acquainted one named captain jack was well advanced in years and physically quite feeble but bright in intellect and said to be well versed in the lore of her people she was fond of instructing her grandchildren whom she supported in the prayers and invocations to the gods worshipped by her fathers and i have several times listened carefully and unobserved to these recitations and determined that the prayers were the same as those which had already been given to myself as those of the tribe the other was named zigozuni a chiricahua and a woman with a most romantic history she had passed five years in captivity among the mexicans in sonora and had learned to speak spanish with facility a mountain lion had severely mangled her in the shoulder and knee and once she had been struck by lightning so that whether by reason of superior attainments or by an appeal to the superstitious reverence of her comrades she wielded considerable influence these medicine women devote their attention principally to obstetrics and have many peculiar stories to relate concerning prenatal influences and matters of that sort Sigozuni wore at her neck the stone amulet shaped like a spear which is figured in the illustration of this paper the material was the silex from the top of a mountain taken from a ledge at the foot of a tree which had been struck by lightning the fact that siliceous rock will emit sparks when struck by another hard body appeals to the reasoning powers of the savage as a proof that the fire must have been originally deposited therein by the bolt of lightning a tiny piece of this arrow or lance was broken off and ground into the finest powder and then administered in water to women during time of gestation i have found the same kind of arrows in use among the women of laguna and other pueblos this matter will receive more extended treatment in my coming monograph on stone worship mendieta is authority for the statement that the mexicans had both medicine men and medicine women the former attended to the sick men and the latter to the sick women a las mujeres siempre les coruban otras mujeres y a los hombres otras hombres some of the medicine women seem to have made an illicit use of the knowledge they had acquired in which case both the medicine women and the woman concerned were put to death la mujer preñada que tomaba con que abortar y echar la criatura ella y la física que la había dado con que la lanzas ambas morían gomara asserts that they were to be found among the indians of chicora south carolina he calls them viejas old women los médicos eran mujeres viejas y no había otras en nicaragua las viejas curaban los enfermos there were medicine women in huazacolo tiene medicos para curar las enfermedades a los más eran mujeres grandes herbolarias 
que hacían todas las curas con hierbas bernal diez in fifteen sixty eight speaks of having on a certain occasion at the summit of a high mountain found an indian woman very fat and having with her a dog of that species which they breed in order to eat and which do not bark this indian was a witch she was in the act of sacrificing the dog which is a signal of hostility the office of medicine man though generally usurped by males does not appertain to them exclusively and at the time of our visit the one most extensively known was a black or mastizza woman who had acquired the most unbounded influence by shrewdness joined to a hideous personal appearance and a certain mystery with which she was invested creeks have medicine women as well as medicine men the eskimo have medicine men and medicine women the medicine men and women of the dakota can cause ghosts to appear on occasion speaking of the chippewa spencer says women may practice soothsaying but the higher religious functions are performed only by men the medicine men of the apache do not assume to live upon food different from that used by the laity there are such things as sacred feasts among the tribes of north america as for example the feast of stewed puppy at the sun dance of the sioux but in these all people share in the mortuary ceremonies of the medicine men there is a difference of degree but not of kind the mojave however believe that the medicine men go to a heaven of their own they also believe vaguely in four different lives after this one cabeza de vaca says that the floridians buried their ordinary dead but burned their medicine men whose incinerated bones they preserved and drank in water after they uh, the medicine men and women of the dakota have four times run their career in human shape they are annihilated schultz says that the medicine men of the sioux and the medicine women also after death may be transformed into wild beasts surgeon smart shows that among other offices entrusted to the medicine men of the apache was the reception of distinguished strangers long asserts that the medicine men of the otto omaha and others along the missouri pretended to be able to converse with the fetus in utero and predict the sex nothing of that kind has ever come under my notice adair says that the medicine men of the cherokee would not allow snakes to be killed the apache will not let snakes be killed within the limits of the camp by one of their own people but they will not only allow a stranger to kill them but request him to do so they made this request of me on three occasions several of the most influential medicine men whom i have known were blind among others old nata dotash whose medicine hat figures in these pages whether this blindness was the result of old age or due to the frenzy of dancing until exhausted in all seasons i am unable to conjecture schultz says that of the shamans of siberia this artificial frenzy has such a serious effect upon the body and more particularly the eyes that many of the shamans become blind a circumstance which enhances the esteem in which they are held 
some of the medicine men of peru went blind from overexertion in their dances although gomara assigns as a reason that it was from fear of the demon with whom they talked y on aguano se hibran los ojos para semejante hablar i e talk with the devil y creo que lo hacían de medio porque todos ellos se ataban los ojos cuando hablan con él dunbar tells us that the medicine men of the pawnee swallowed arrows and knives and had also the trick of apparently killing a man and bringing him back to life the same power was claimed by the medicine men of the zuni and the story told me by old pedro pino of the young men whom they used to kill and restore to life will be found in the snake dance of the maki remedies and modes of treatment the materia medica of the apache is at best limited and comprehends scarcely anything more than roots leaves and other vegetable matter in gathering these remedies they resort to no superstitious ceremonies that i have been able to detect although i have not often seen them collecting they prefer incantation to pharmacy at all times although the squaws of the wallapai living near old camp beale springs in eighteen seventy three were extremely fond of castor oil for which they would beg each day the main reliance for nearly all disorders is the sweat bath which is generally conducive of sound repose all indians know the benefit to be derived from relieving an overloaded stomach and resort to the titillation of the fosses with a feather to induce nausea i have seen the zuni take great draughts of lukewarm water and then practice the above as a remedy in dyspepsia when a pain has become localized and deep-seated the medicine men resort to suction of the part affected and raise blisters in that way i was once asked by the wallapai chief sequanya to look at his back and sides he was covered with cicatrices due to such treatment the medicine men thinking thus to alleviate the progressive paralysis from which he had been long a sufferer and from which he shortly afterwards died after a long march i have seen indians of different bands expose the small of the back uncovered to the fierce heat of a pile of embers to produce a rubefacient effect and stimulate what is known as a weak back they drink freely of hot teas or infusions of herbs and grasses for the cure of chills they are all dexterous in the manufacture of splints out of willow twigs and seem to meet with much success in their treatment of gunshot wounds which they do not dress as often as white practitioners alleging that the latter by so frequently removing the bandages unduly irritate the wounds i have known them to apply moxa and i remember to have seen two deep scars upon the left hand of the great apache chief cochise due to this cause it should not be forgotten that the world owes a great debt to the medicine men of america who first discovered the virtues of coca sarsaparilla halep chinchona and guaycum they understand the administration of enamata and have an apparatus made of the paunch of a sheep and the hollow leg-bone scarification is quite common and is used for a singular purpose 
the apache scouts when tired were in the habit of sitting down and lashing their legs with bunches of nettles until the blood flowed this according to their belief relieved the exhaustion the medicine men of the floridians according to vaca sucked and blew on the patient and put hot stones on his abdomen to take away pain they also scarified and they seem to have used moxas il codraison aussi avec le feu the medicine men of hispaniola cured by suction and when they had extracted a stone or other alleged cause of sickness it was preserved as a sacred relic especially by the women who looked upon it as of great aid in parturition venias speaks of a tube called the chacuaco formed out of a very hard black stone used by the medicine men of california in sucking such parts of the patient's body as were grievously afflicted with pains in these tubes they sometimes placed lighted tobacco and blew down upon the part affected after the manner of a moxa i suppose the men of panuco were so addicted to drunkenness that we are told lorsqu'ils sont fatigués de boire le vin par la bouche ils se couchent élevant les jambes en l'air et s'enfant entre dire dans le fondement au moyen d'une canule tant que le corps peut en contenir the administration of wine in this manner may have been as a medicine and the aztecs of panuco may have known that nutriment could be assimilated in this way it shows at least that the aztecs were acquainted with enemata note here follows an extended spanish text End note smith says that the medicine men of the araucanians are well acquainted with the proper use of emetics cathartics and sudorifics for the purpose of injection they make use of a bladder as is still commonly practised among the chilenos oviedo says of the medicine men conocian muchas hervas de que usaban y eran oprodias a diversas enfermedades one of the most curious remedies presented in bancroft's first volume is the use of a poultice of mashed poison ivy leaves as a remedy for ringworm by the indians of lower california the indians of topia in the sierra madre near sinaloa were in the habit of scarifying their tired legs and aching temples the arawaks of guiana also scarified according to spencer the inhabitants of kamchatka use enemata much in the same way as the navajo and apache do they also use moxa made of a fungus it has never been my good fortune to notice an example of trephining among our savage tribes although i have seen a good many wounded some of them in the head trephining has been practised by the aborigines of america and the whole subject as noted among the primitive peoples of all parts of the globe has been treated in a monograph by dr robert fletcher u s army dr fordyce grinnell who was for some years attached to the wichita agency as resident physician has published the results of his observations in a monograph entitled the healing art as practised by the indians of the plains in which he says wet cupping is resorted to quite frequently 
the surface is scarified by a sharp stone or knife and a buffalo horn is used as the cupping glass cauterizing with red-hot irons is not infrequently employed a cautery of burning pith was used by the araucanians it may be safely affirmed that a majority of the nation choctaw prefer to receive the attentions of a white physician when one can be obtained when the doctor is called to his patient he commences operations by excluding all white men and all who disbelieve in the efficacy of his incantations the apache scouts seem to prefer their own medicine men when seriously ill and believe the weird singing and praying around the couch is more effective than the medicine dealt out by our camp sawbones the promptness with which the american indian recovers from severe wounds has been commented upon by many authorities from my personal observation i could were it necessary adduce many examples the natives of australia seem to be endowed with the same recuperative powers after all other means have failed the medicine men of the southwest devote themselves to making altars in the sand and clay near the couch of the dying because as antonio bezias explained this act was all the same as extreme unction they portray the figures of various animals and then take a pinch of the dust or ashes from each one and rub upon the person of the sick man as well as upon themselves similar altars or tracings were made by the medicine men of guatemala when they were casting the horoscope of a child and seeking to determine what was to be its medicine in life this matter of sand altars has been fully treated by matthews in the report of the bureau of ethnology for eighteen eighty three eighty four and there are several representations to be found in my snake dance of the moquis writing on sand is a mode of divination among the chinese padre boscana represents the puplum or medicine men of the indians of california as making or sketching a most uncouth and ridiculous figure of an animal on the ground and presumably of sands clays and other materials hair and wigs the medicine men of the apache were at least while young extremely careful of their hair and i have often seen those who were very properly proud of their long and glossy chevelure particularly do i recall to mind the doctor at san carlos in eighteen eighty five who would never allow his flowing black tresses to be touched but they do not roach their hair as i have seen the pawnee do they do not add false hair to their own as i have seen among the crow of montana and the mojave of the rio colorado they do not apply plasters of mud as do their neighbors the yuma cocopa mojave and pima and in such a manner as to convince spectators that the intent was ceremonial and they do not use wigs in their dances wigs made of black wool may still be found occasionally among the pueblos but the apache do not use them and there is no reference to such a thing in their myths it is to be understood that these paragraphs are not treating upon the superstitions concerning the human hair as such but simply of the employment of wigs which would seem in former days 
among some of the tribes of the southwest to have been made of human hair presented by patients who had recovered from sickness or by mourners whose relatives had died wigs with masks attached were worn by the costa ricans according to gab some of the apache yuma men wear long rolls of matted hair behind which are the thickness of a finger and two feet or more in length and composed of old hair mixed with that growing on the head or are in the form of a wig made of hair that has been cut off when mourning the dead to be worn on occasions of ceremony observations of the same kind have been made by speak upon the customs of the people of africa in his nile concerning the kiti people at the head of the nile by cook in hawksworth's voyages speaking of tahiti and by barcia speaking of greenland sir samuel baker describes the peculiar wigs worn by the tribes on lake albert nianza formed of the owner's hair and contributions from all sources plastered with clay into a stiff mass melchior diaz reported that the people of zipola élevant dans leur maison des animaux velus grands comme des chiens d'espagne ils les tendent ils en font des porquets de couleurs this report was sent by the viceroy mendoza to the emperor charles v exactly what these domesticated animals were it would be hard to say they may possibly have been rocky mountain sheep though mr cushing who has studied the question somewhat extensively is of the opinion that they may have been a variety of the llama the assiniboine used to wear false hair and also had the custom of dividing their hair into joints of an inch or more marked by a sort of paste of red earth and glue the mandans did the same in this they both resemble the mojave of the rio colorado the algonquins believe also in a malignant manaton she wore a robe made of the hair of her victims for she was the cause of death the apache until within the last twenty years plucked out the eyelashes and often the eyebrows but only a few of them still persist in the practice kane says that the winnebagoes have the custom of pulling out their eyebrows herrara says that among the signs by which the las castes recognized their gods when they saw them in visions were viene seyejas asin pestañas mudheads reference has been made to a ceremonial plastering of mud upon the heads of indians when general crook was returning from his expedition into the sierra madre mexico in eighteen eighty three in which expedition a few of the enemy had been killed the scouts upon reaching the san bernardino river made a free use of the sweat bath with much singing and other formulas the whole being part of the lustration which all warriors must undergo as soon as possible after being engaged in battle the apache proper did not apply mud to their heads but the apache yuma did captain grossman u s army says of the pima method of purification after killing an apache that the isolation of the warrior lasts for sixteen days during which period no one speaks to him not even the old woman who brings him his food the first day he touches neither food nor drink and he eats sparingly for the whole time touching neither meat nor salt 
he bathes frequently in the gila river and nearly the whole time keeps his head covered with a plaster of mud and mesquite the boys of the masagueras of seven or eight years wear clay fastened on the hair of the head and still renewed with new clay weighing sometimes five or six pounds nor may they be free hereof till a war or lawful fight he hath killed a man according to padre geronimo boscana the traditions of the indians of california show that they fed upon a kind of clay but this clay was often plastered upon their heads as a kind of ornament these were the indians of san juan capistrano who strongly resemble the mojave after all the mudheads of the mojave are no worse than those people in india who still bedaub their heads with the holy mud of the ganges up to this time the mud has been the blue mud of the colorado and other rivers but when we find herbert spencer mentioning that the heads of the comanche are besmeared with a dull red clay we may suspect that we have stumbled upon an analogue of the custom of the aztec priests who bedaubed their heads with the coagulating life-blood of their human victims we know that there has been such a substitution practice among the indians of the pueblo of jemez who apply red ochre to the mouth of the stone mountain lion in whose honour human blood was once freely shed the practice of so many of the plains tribes of painting the median line of the head with vermilion seems to be traceable back to a similar custom scalp shirts the shirt depicted in plate three made of buckskin and trimmed with human scalps would seem to belong to the same category with the mantles made of votive hair mentioned as being in use among the california tribe a little more than a century ago it was presented to me by little big man who led me to believe that it had once belonged to the great chief of the sioux crazy horse or had at least been worn by him of its symbolism i am unable to find the explanation the colors yellow and blue would seem to represent the earth and water or sky the feathers attached would refer to the birds and the round circle on the breast is undoubtedly the sun there is a cocoon affixed to one shoulder the significance of which i do not know the rhombus or bull roarer the rhombus was first seen by me at the snake dance of the tusayan in the village of walpi arizona in the month of august eighteen eighty one previous to that date i had heard of it vaguely but had never been able to see it in actual use the medicine men twirled it rapidly and with a uniform motion about the head and from front to rear and succeeded in faithfully imitating the sound of a gust of rain-laden wind as explained to me by one of the medicine men by making this sound they compel the wind and rain to come to the aid of the crops at a later date i found it in use among the apache and for the same purpose the season near the san carlos agency during the year eighteen eighty four had been unusually dry and the crops were parched the medicine men arranged a procession two of the features of which were the rhombus and a long-handled cross upon which various figures were depicted of the latter i will speak at another time again while examining certain ruins in the verde valley 
in central arizona i found that the cliff dwellers as it has become customary to call the prehistoric inhabitants had employed the same weapon of persuasion in their intercourse with their gods i found the rhombus also among the rio grande pueblo tribes and the zuni dr washington matthews has described it as existing among the navajo and major j w powell has observed it in use among the utes of nevada and utah as will be shown its use in all the parts of the world seemed to have been as general as that of any sacred implement known to primitive man not even excepting the sacred cords or rosaries discussed in this paper three forms of the rhombus have come under my own observation each and all apparently connected in symbolism with the lightning the first terminates in a triangular point and the general shape is either that of a long narrow parallelogram capped with an equilateral triangle or else the whole figure is that of a slender isosceles triangle where the former shape was used as at the tusayan snake dance the tracing of a snake or lightning in blue or yellow followed down the length of the rhombus and terminated in the small triangle which did duty as the snake's head the second pattern was found by dr matthews among the navajo and by myself in the old cliff dwellings the one which i found was somewhat decayed and the extremity of the triangle was broken off there was no vestige of painting left the second form was serrated on both edges to simulate the form of the snake or lightning the third form in use among the apache is an oblong of seven or eight inches in length one and a quarter inches in width by a quarter in thickness one extremity that through which the cord passes is rounded to rudely represent a human head and the whole bears a close resemblance to the drawings of schoolboys which are intended for the human figure the apache explained that the lines on the front side of the rhombus were the entrails and those on the rear side the hair of their wind god the hair is of several colors and represents the lightning i did not ascertain positively that such was the case but was led to believe that the rhombus of the apache was made by the medicine men from wood generally pine or fir which had been struck by lightning on the mountain tops such wood is held in the highest estimation among them and is used for the manufacture of amulets of especial efficacy the apache name for the rhombus is the sounding wood the identification of the rhombus or bull roarer of the ancient greeks with that used by the tusayan in their snake dance was first made by e b tyler in the saturday review in a criticism upon the snake dance of the moki of arizona the kaffirs have the rhombus among their playthings the nidiwu is a piece of wood about six or eight inches long and an inch and a half or two inches wide and an eighth or a quarter of an inch thick in the middle towards the edges it is beveled off so that the surface is convex or consists of two inclined planes at one end it has a thong attached to it by which it is whirled rapidly around there is a kind of superstition connected with the nodiwu that playing with it invites a gale of wind men will on this account often prevent boys from using it when they desire calm weather for any purpose 
this superstition is identical with that which prevents many sailors from whistling at sea of the peruvians we are informed that their belief was that there was a man in the sky with a sling and a stick and that in his power were the rain the hail the thunder and all else that appertains to the regions of the air where clouds are formed the sacred twirler of the snake dance is found in greece america africa and new zealand it survives as a toy in england and the united states the same peculiar instrument has been noticed in the religious ceremonials of the australians especially in the initiatory rites of the bora it is called the tiricote the twirling of the zidittini in medicine or prayer corresponds to the revolution of the prayer wheel of the lamas the cross the sign of the cross appears in many places in apache symbolism the general subject of the connection of the cross with the religion of the aborigines of the american continent has been so fully traversed by previous authors that i do not care to add much more to the subject beyond saying that my own observation has assured me that it is related to the cardinal points and the four winds and is painted by warriors upon their moccasins upon going into a strange district in the hope of keeping them from getting on a wrong trail in october eighteen eighty four i saw a procession of apache men and women led by the medicine men bearing two crosses made as follows the vertical arm was four feet ten inches long and the transverse between ten and twelve inches and each was made of slats about one and a half inches wide which looked as if they had been long in use they were decorated with blue polka dots upon the unpainted surface a blue snake meandered down the longer arm there was a circle of small willow twigs at top next below that a small zinc-cased mirror a bell and eagle feathers nosy the apache whom i induced to bring it to me after the ceremony said that they carried it in honor of gusanufti to induce her to send rain at that time much needed for their crops it is quite likely that this particular case represents a composite idea that the original beliefs of the apache have been modified to some extent by the crude ideas of the mexican captives among them who still remember much that was taught them in the churches of the hamlets in northern mexico from which they were kidnapped years ago but on the other hand it is to be remembered that the cross has always formed a part of the apache symbolism that the snake does not belong to the christian faith and that it has never been allowed to appear upon the cross since the time of the gnostics in the second and third centuries therefore we must regard that as a pagan symbol and so must we regard the circle of willow twigs which is exactly the same as the circle we have seen attached to the sacred cords for the cure of headache the cross was found in full vogue as a religious emblem among the aborigines all over america father leclerc speaks of its very general employment by the gaspesians ils ont parmi eux tous infidèles qu'ils soignent la croix en singulière vénération qu'ils la portent figurez sur leur habit et sur leur chair qu'ils la tiennent à la main dans tout leur voyage 
soit pour mère, soit pour terre, et qu'enfin il la prosint au dehors et au dedans de le cabanas, comme la marque de honneur qui les distinguait des autres nations du Canada. He narrates that the Gaspé tradition, or myth, was that the whole tribe being ravaged by a plague, the medicine men had recourse to the sun, who ordered them to make use of the cross in every extremity. Herraras relates that the followers of Hernandez de Cordoba found at Cape Cartouche unos adoratorios y cruces pintadas que les coso gran admiración. He also says that Juan de Guijalva, on the island of Cozumel, found a number of oratories and temples, but one in particular was made in the form of a square tower with four openings. Inside this tower was a cross made of lime, which the natives reverenced as the god of the rain. Una cruz de cal de tres varas en alto a la cal tenían por el dios de la eluvia. End of part two.